1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, Dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I am your host, John June. And of course, I've got my guy, my co-host, Greg Peniman. Greg, what is good, man? What's
0: good? What is good? Oh, man, uh, week six is here. Uh, no Thursday night football, so you, your boy's dying for some football. All Sunday and Monday action. Uh, man, this is going to be real exciting. There's a lot of great games this weekend, so yeah, it, 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 let's get right into it.
1: Yeah man, we got a, a jam-packed Sunday. We also got a jam-packed Monday with the uh double-header. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills at 5 p.m. and then we've got the uh Arizona Cardinals taking on the Dallas Cowboys at mm-hmm. at 8:25 Eastern. So, you know, we're we're in a good spot here. I, I think some would say we're probably a little bit spoiled uh but hey man, I you know, it took us a long way to get here. We we still had some scares uh, in terms of, especially you know, obviously oh, yeah, it's talking a scare about COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, woke up this morning, uh, Friday. This, you know, today's Friday as we record this. Woke up this morning and the Indianapolis Colts had had uh, shut to, had to shut down their facility for some positive tests, uh, but then came back that it was fault that they were false. Uh, and I find myself ultimately, like, I mean, immediately, like. Praying for that—that that it is just fall, a bunch of false positives, because I don't want to be. I mean, obviously, for the health of the players—that's uh, that's the most important. But uh, as the fantasy manager, I don't want to be scrambling around thinking like, "Oh my God, what? I, what do I? What like you know, you know, what do I do about Jonathan Taylor or the Indianapolis defense? Because I'm pretty sure that's what anybody's really starting these days." Um. But yeah, uh, and then also, New England Patriots had a positive test as well. Uh, Backup offensive lineman James Ferencz was added to the COVID reserve list. So uh, that is a situation that uh, is, we are obviously going to have to monitor. We're going to have to see what's going on with this game between the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos. That is, you know, at this point in time, being in danger is is in danger of, of being rescheduled a second time. Uh, so uh definitely something that we're gonna have to monitor as we lead up to uh sunday but greg where are you at with these uh i guess this new england situation
0: oh yeah i mean this is pretty pretty much uh numb to it almost at this point yeah, every week you're expecting one of your players i'm expecting at least one of mine with my luck uh that uh, they could have covid or your the game could get moved or that one of your players could have a bye week so you just always have to be ready it seems like i think you know we we're pretty much you know got to get used to it very quickly uh it's been probably this is the third fourth straight week of uh possible schedules and games moving um so yeah just just keep being ready maybe uh you know have have those streaming options ready uh um and that's really really pretty much it because you know one of these no one's safe so one of your players will get hit
1: <laughs> yeah man i mean it's it's definitely tough these days with, with everything going on and Um, I mean, it's, it's one thing, obviously COVID is one thing, but just even the, the injuries that we've seen thus far, uh, the soft tissue injuries that, uh, you, you, and pretty much everyone had warned us was, was going to come to us, Greg. But, um, I mean, it's just, again, like we said before this season started, it's it's something that we kind of knew was going to happen and we had to just kind of roll with the punches there. So, um, yeah, I mean it it is what it is. We just have to we, it is we just have to keep we just have to keep grinding, but mm-hmm. at, you know, the same way these NFL teams, they say, you know what? It's it's not I'm not going to complain cuz it's happening for the 31 other teams. Well, uh on on a, on a smaller scale, it's happening for the uh 9 or 11 other teams or 14 other teams in your league. So, um you know, some of your league mates, they're going to give up. Uh some of your league mates, they might be like you know the New York Jets of of your league and just not even try so um you know you, you could all you got to do is sneak some wins get a, you know get a few wins get to the playoffs and at that point in time like anything anything can happen so that much left today is obviously the uh part 2 of the game previews part 1 obviously we recorded that yesterday if you wanted to go back and listen uh, to the teams that you are not going to hear today, uh, then you can go back and listen to that. Um, but obviously, it's, you know, it's the part two preview, which also means it's money time. That's right. Starts mm-hmm. the week is today. Cha-ching, ching Yes, sir. We're, we're also going to do, uh, you know, play some get money, a FanDuel head-to-head between Greg and myself. Uh, Greg, I beat you last week, right?
0: Oh man, it's about time. Yeah, you did.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, what is it? Two and three. I'm. Hey, I'm just gotta get to 500. You know, that's, that's true. it. That's true. Just gotta get to 500. Um. But yeah, let's jump into the matchups because it's it's gonna be some a fun football weekend. First matchup on the slate, we've got the one and four Houston Texans. Traveling to Tennessee to take on the 4-0 Tennessee Titans. This is a 53-point over-under. The Titans are 3.5-point favorites. Um, in terms of injuries, Houston t- uh, tight end Jordan Aikens is uh, in the uh, concussion protocol. so He was a limited participant in practice. Tennessee tight end John U Smith was limited participant with a quad injury. And then wide receiver A.J. Brown was a DNP with a knee on Thursday. But on Friday, he was deemed as good to go. So it seems like he'll be playing. For me in this matchup, I'm taking the over. I'm taking Houston to cover. Taking Tennessee to win this game. Um, taking Houston cover the three-and-a-half point spread, obviously. But uh, Houston played well in the post-Bill O'Brien era. I'm starting Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb. Uh, you know, all those guys are in play for me. Uh, I think whichever tight end plays will be useful, whether that's Jordan Eakins, who is in the concussion protocol. If he plays, uh, I think that he's one of the better options off the waiver wire. If he doesn't play, then Darren Fells is one of the top streaming options off the waiver wire, in my opinion. But at the running back position... David Johnson hasn't been playing the 90% of the snaps that he was when the year started uh, over the last two weeks, so I'm having less confidence in him, especially. I mean, just even as a player as well. So uh, I'm I'm peeking at Duke Johnson a little bit. I, I'm not I'm not starting him or even adding him. I'm I'm just looking. So uh, and then for the Tennessee side, it, it's Tannehill. Got to be Tannehill. I mean, this guy has been money uh, ever since taking over the starter in Tennessee. Um, you know I, I not this guy's gotta earn respect as an every week starter in fantasy mm-hmm. uh and so uh a j Brown, he came back immediately saw more than thirty percent of the team targets, uh granted again no Corey Davis, no Adam Humphreys in that matchup, but uh that's what I was expecting when he when uh he was coming into this year. Hopefully this knee isn't an issue. It's not a problem for him, but that's something to monitor throughout the year. And then Derrick Henry, uh, this guy's oh, yeah. got to eat. He's gonna eat against this Houston, this Houston run defense uh, that that gives it up to the running backs. And so, uh, and then John Smith, man, you break, your, your sleeper tight end. He's currently the tight end three. Uh, he's gotten at least seven half point PPR points in every single game. I don't think any other tight end can say that to this point this season so um yeah man start that man up
0: yes sir um definitely with you actually have the over in this game i have the titans covering and i have the titans winning um definitely some shootout potential here for sure love both quarterbacks uh both should finish i think in the top 10 for this week um on houston yeah deshaun david johnson yeah continuing to kind of like see him bump down he's he's more of like a, a low-end rb2 for me this week um both i think uh going forward he's c- should be considered more of a that that low-end rb2 um hasn't been super consistent hasn't had that blow spot we expected from him especially with the easier schedule uh definitely like all three receivers uh in this one um definitely for randall cobb uh, he's giving you know, Tennessee's giving a lot of you know points to the slot position. Uh, so, Randall Cobb is in a good spot. Will fully definitely have to play him. Um, Brandon Cooks, I think, is also playable in the flex. Uh, and uh, for Tennessee, yeah, Ryan Tannehill should kill. Derek Henry should kill. A.J. Brown is also, you know, got some starter week potential here, um, especially if he's able to go. And uh, Adam Heffies, I think, is playable in some flex situations. Um, and, yeah, for sure, John O. Smith, is, he's the man, man. Just keep playing him keep rolling with him as your tight end.
1: Yeah. Adam Humphreys. I I forgot to mention him. He's off the COVID reserve list. So, uh, he is somebody I think you could play in this matchup as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, Corey Davis is not off the COVID reserve list though. Right?
0: No, no, he's, I don't think he's playing in this game.
1: Any interest in Khalif Raymond?
0: No, sir. Not with, nah, nope. (laughs) No, not even a little bit. AJ Brown's back. No,
1: I mean, no, AJ Brown, obviously, uh, Deeper leagues. I, I uh, Khalif Raymond was somebody that had intrigued me a little bit, but yeah, no, nah, he didn't. He didn't see nearly anywhere uh, the the targets that you would want from an auxiliary piece. Uh, AJ Brown, it is nine targets. Uh, sign me up. Okay. Moving on to the next matchup, we've got the one and four Washington football team traveling to New York to take on the zero and five New York Giants. The Giants, if I have this line correctly, are two and a half point favorites. Uh, This game is at 4.05 p.m., one of the first of the four o'clock games, uh, one of the first of the few four o'clock games. Uh, uh, This game has a 42 and a half point total. The Giants are two and a half point favorites Uh, in terms of injuries. Darius Slayton, he was limited participant with a toe, and then uh, Washington, it seems, is, is pretty much good to go in this one. So, Greg, what do you got
0: uh, for this one? Going. Yeah, I mean, I I, have, I tried last week. They were so close. They were like one uh, Michael Gallup catch away from getting maybe getting that dub. But I'm gonna take the over. I'm going to take the Giants to cover, and I'm gonna finally take the Giants to you know to get this win, hopefully against this Washington football team. Uh, on the Washington side, um, it's going to come down to really Terry McLaurin versus James Bradbury. That's probably the key matchup in this, um, you know, Terry McLaurin. Um, he's a wide receiver one as far as the attention he's going to get. Uh, James Bradbury has been shutting down court, I mean, you know, wide receiver ones uh, lately with Amari Cooper uh, and also Robert Woods. Uh, so I think it's going to be interesting. I-, I would still probably play. Terry McLaurin, but he's definitely got a little bumped down for me. Uh, maybe more as a, a wide receiver too, uh, if anything. Um, Antonio Gibson, though, I think he's definitely in a better spot here versus the Giants. Should be, you know, better uh than the previous week. Uh, going against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh definitely better matchup here. Running more routes each week, getting more receptions, had a season high in receptions last week. I think he's a solid RB2 in this matchup. Um, for the Giants side. I'm looking right at Daniel Jones, man. I still have some faith, but He's definitely on this watch. He's on the watch for his starting job, really. Uh, he's in another favorable matchup. Um, you know, last week was in probably one of the juiciest matchups he'll get all year. Uh, didn't really do much with it. The offense is holding well, but not. He wasn't really involved as far as passing touchdowns. Still hasn't had one since week one, which is very alarming. Uh, so I don't think you would want to take that risk in twelve-team leagues. But uh, definitely keep an eye on him. Uh, see if he could bounce back in this spot. Slayton, though, you got to play him. Expected to, uh, for him to perform as a, a wide receiver, too, with very high upside. Uh, had 11 targets last week, so that's that's a really good number. Uh, Evan Ingram is a borderline tight end one. I mean, it was alarming that his only real play was a rushing touchdown. And he was only targeted twice uh, last week. So um, look for it. Really, It really ties in with Daniel Jones's play uh, if he can get it to anyone else other than Darius Slayton. Um, but Devontae Freeman, I think, is playable as a, as a flex on RB3 conversation. Um, he, you know, he's, he was involved. He played very, pretty well last week. So if you're, you know, desperate for some RB depth, four teams on a bye, I think he's definitely in a good spot to play at that flex position, but yeah, it's going to come down to the Giants shutting down this Washington offense. I think their defense will, will get him this one.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much with you, man. I mean, I'm taking the over here. Did you take the over and the under? Yeah. I took the, the, the over and yep. The under. Yep. he took the over. Yeah. I'm taking the over here, uh, taking the Giants to cover the spread and win this game you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, this Giants defense, I don't know how many times I have to say it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty good, man. I mean, James Bradbury he's a shutdown corner. This is this is pretty much a matchup game uh, the way I see it. This Giants or this Washington football offensive line, uh, not very good, uh, a lot, allow a high pressure rate. So I think this Giants uh, defense combined with the fact that you got James Bradbury who's going to be able to uh, – to, yeah, I don't know if he's gonna shut down Terry. I mean, he's shut down a lot of people for the yeah, most that's part be, this that'd season. Be tough. Um, but Terry's good. I mean, yeah. I would still start Terry. Yeah, you know, a lot of, I mean, it's tough, right? Because a lot of the leagues, I feel like, where you were getting Terry, you might have other options available to you. Um,
0: I mean, but like, so, yeah, like Kobe we was saying early in the week, those other matchups that he shut down, they could throw it to Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb, like. Collins not throwing it to anyone else. So it's, it's <laughs> Terry McLaurin still going to get uh, high targets. And at least a high. Would you start
1: Terry McLaurin or Robbie Anderson? Because those are two guys you could probably have.
0: Yeah. And, and two both in two tough matchups, too. Um, uh, yeah, that's tough. I think I'm going to go with. Still, am going to go with Terry McLaurin.
1: Yeah, I think I would go Robbie on that one.
0: But uh, yeah,
1: I mean. I, yeah, I th- again, Terry is a phenomenal talent. He's one of the best receivers in the league. I, I truly believe that. And so I, I don't think that you would be wrong starting him. I mean, seven targets, nine targets, eight targets, 13 targets, seven targets. Uh, this guy's averaging a 26% target share on the season. Uh, he He's going to dominate uh, the targets on this team. So, you know, you start him up. Uh, and then Darius Slayton... Uh, I think you can play him again. 11 targets last week, like you mentioned. Uh, He's got eight targets over the last three weeks. Uh, Clearly, he's leading this team in in targets. So, uh, I think you can play him. Washington's definitely beatable as a pass defense. Uh, You know, their defensive line, obviously phenomenal, and, you know, the pieces that they have and what they're able to do, the pressure they're able to force. Uh, So, that makes me nervous for Daniel Jones and, and maybe potentially even. Uh, his ability to to push the ball down the field in this one, but I just like you said, man. You just there's like I'm trying to have hope here for him. Yeah, I have some. This is...
0: I know, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Like you, 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 I think the bounce back is coming. I feel like it. It is coming. Um, and, but it, it should it has to come sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe he sorely misses Sterling Shepard. Like I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe but he's close. This, he's close. Shepard is. He is close to coming back. So keep an eye on him if he's available in your league. Uh, maybe if he's you know uh, on 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 waivers or something, and you have an IR spot, you'd be able to stash him there mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for him. But then Devontae Freeman, uh, like you said, I think you start him volume volume based running backs, uh, and volume is king in fantasy, and and he's getting it right now. Yep. And then uh, Evan Ingram, I mean. Yeah, had to get the rushing touchdown. Only saw two targets last week, uh, but he's had uh, at least an eighteen and a half percent target share every week before that. So I'm gonna throw last week out. Uh, the rushing touchdown is at least good, you know. Yeah,
0: no, um, uh, definitely good. So still, you're right. So
1: I, I, I'll 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 start him because uh, I mean, who else are you gonna? Start? Yeah, no, nah, yeah, you're
0: you're, you're starting Evan Ingram. yeah for sure. Evan
1: Ingram or Zach Ertz?
0: Uh I don't know, you know, no Alshon and no no Deshaun Jackson anymore, so uh uh I'ma go I'ma go Zach Ertz actually. <laughs> For one time. <laughs> <laughs> I need yeah, to see I'm from Daniel Jones, man. I'm 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 am i I'm not I'm not excited.
1: No, yeah, I mean it's it's I think they got short that offensive line for sure, but he's got to take better care of the football. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because he, he's. It's not like. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope. Hopefully, it turns around soon for him, man. Yeah. That's yeah. all. That's that's what I hope. Um, next team up. Next game up. We've got the zero and five New York Jets traveling to Miami to take on the two and three Miami Dolphins. This is a forty 47- seven and a half point total the Dolphins are nine and a half point favorites uh, this game is uh, well in terms of the injuries Sam Donald is out with the shoulder so Joe Flacco making his second straight start uh, left tackle Makai Beckton he will be out with his shoulder injury so he will miss his second straight start uh, and then uh, Brashad Perriman who came back with as a limited participant in practice is expected to be out in this game Uh, So in terms of, you know, my picks for this game, I'm taking the over here. I'm taking the Dolphins to cover this nine and a half point spread, taking the Dolphins to win this game. And I mean, you'd think I was a Dolphins fan with how (laughs) in I am on the Dolphins in this game. Um, I'm actually the exact opposite as a Jets fan. I I despise the Miami Dolphins, but, you know, game recognized game. And so I, 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 I respect this Dolphins team, Brian Flores, uh, the you know the culture that he's building over there that team plays hard uh, they mm-hmm. compete unlike the teams of their their former head coach and, and current Jets head coach Adam Gase so let me start with the Jets I'm looking to play Jamison Crowder uh, now for the Miami Dolphins Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> he is the QB six right now and the the Dolphins have their highest implied total of the year so uh, again I like his pieces here Devonte Parker has been killing. Uh, especially with his jump ball, man, since Ryan Fitzpatrick hit fire last year uh, and never, never stopped. So uh, expect him to dominate uh, the Jets on Sunday. Mike Gusecki, Miles Gaskin, those guys are must-starts for me. And Greg, like we talked about before we aired, I figured it out, man. Preston Williams is playable in this game. When the Dolphins are in comeback mode, they play Isaiah Ford and target him a ton. But when they control a game, as they're expected to here, nine and a half point favorites. I'm expecting them to to is in point in terms of covering that. Press Williams is more targeted, so yeah, in a matchup like this, I think you can play him. And come on, man, with these Jets these judge corners, I mean, what 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 more
0: do you have to lose? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm totally with you. I got the over, have the Dolphins covering and the Dolphins winning. Um, I loved covering the Jets and the Cardinals because they're the two easiest teams to really say what's going to happen. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> for the Cardinals is the big two, and for the Jets is the slot receiver for the, the Jets, and that's Jamison Crowder in this case uh, for Miami. Though, um, yeah, all these relevant players have high upside. Fitzy, Miles Gaskin, uh, Devontae Parker, especially with that cornerback matchup, must start. And yeah, Preston Williams, I'm with you on on the theory, and I think it's going to turn into a law. Yeah, Preston Williams in favorable game group games, Isaiah Ford in negative game group games. So yeah, start those players up.
1: Yeah, man. And then, I mean, look, I know Jets, uh, Jamison Crowder. That's the one player to focus on. But one player I do want to highlight heading into this matchup, we know Le'Veon Bell no longer on this team. Rookie running back, fourth-round pick Lamichael P. Ryan. Uh he is on this roster. He was dealing with a high ankle sprain uh, in training camp. Uh, players or you know people in, the, in the, on the team have spoken about his explosiveness. How if there's anybody on this team that can hit a home run, it's it's him. So. Uh, not saying to pick him up, start him. Not saying to pick him up, uh, even pick him up. I mean, if you have a bench spot, go ahead and do it. Um, but, you know, don't go out. Don't, you know, go dropping anybody of of good value uh, to, to, to make this transaction. Because, again, we're dealing with the irrational uh, man that is Adam Gase. So, uh, you know, don't put all your eggs in, in, in that <laughs> basket, especially the, the Jets basket. Yeah. I learned the hard way. Um, all right. So. Moving on to the next matchup, we've got the 4-0 Green Bay Packers Ooh. traveling to Tampa Bay to take on a 3-2 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a great matchup. 54 and a half point
0: total. It's a Hall of Fame game right here. Uh,
1: <laughs> this is basically a pick man. Aaron Rodgers, uh Green Bay Packers, they're one-point favorites in this one. Uh yo, it's we finally get this game Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady uh whenever we, we, you, whenever we would want to get this game, uh, it's either Aaron Rodgers was hurt or Tom Brady was deflating a football or something, uh, you know, so we could never get this matchup, but finally we get it. So, um, in terms of injuries, the Green Bay Packers getting Devontae Adams back that is huge for them out of the bye, so he should be good to go, especially as he was. Close to going in the Atlanta game, and then for Tampa Bay, uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller even have all been removed from the injury report and are all systems go uh, for Sunday. And then Leonard Fournette, he is questionable. Obviously suited it up uh, suited up as an emergency back last week. Uh, we also you know know that Devin White, the the start middle linebacker for the for the Bucks was apparently the emergency running back because they were so banged up at the running back position. So uh, that is a huge boost if he actually is able to go. So Greg, where are you at with this matchup, man?
0: This is probably the toughest one to call, uh, I think of all the slate games. I'm gonna take the under though. And I had I literally am just switching right now. I'm taking the ten I'm taking Green Bay to cover, <laughs> taking Green Bay to win. Uh, I just think Aaron Rodgers is gonna make some magic happen to to win this game. This game is gonna be one of those who has the ball last basically is gonna win this game and I think it'll be the Packers. Uh, I think this is the yeah, the favorite for best game of the weekend, other than that the the sleeper of you know Cleveland and Steelers. But Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams is back. Uh, please start all three of these guys. They are you know, going to dominate in this matchup. Uh, all three guys are gonna have some, you know, great uh, potential here. Um, Robert Tanyan. Very gonna be interesting to see how he does here. Uh, not an easy matchup, as well as Devonte Adams being back. How does that impact him? Um, but I think you know he you're, you're you're playing him after the hot week last week, and uh, just in general the opportunity and the target share that he's been getting um, on Tampa's side. Uh, Tom Brady, I think he's in store for a good matchup as well. Uh, you know, and Ronald Jones, he's you know all those injured running backs. He's been the one constant. The one healthy one, Ronald Jones. You got to start him up uh, with some, you know, strong running back too, uh, with some RB one upside. He's been rushing very well, uh, getting moving the chains, getting uh, uh, positive uh, runs on or in each run. um, He's running very physical and great right now. Uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. These boys are back together, so that's awesome to hear. I think both of those guys are in position to to play well. Jerry and Alexander is is a very Uh, relevant and good corner so um, he might have some impact in one of these guys performances but uh, I think uh, these guys should still be able to to give you solid wide receiver two performances um, with some one of them getting a wide receiver one upside Uh, and that's pretty much it I think Jamal Williams uh, has some intrigue Uh, if you're desperate to start an RB2 or to start a flex um, he might be able to get some touches and uh, could score a touchdown.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm taking the over here I'm taking Tampa Bay to cover and and win this game uh yeah bro like you said it it is a toss-up it could go either way I really you know I could see that scenario playing out with whoever has the ball last uh but this Tampa Bay defense this is it's a really good defense here mm-hmm. man they uh they you know they're they're one of the top uh Matchups against the quarterback position—one of the hardest matchups for the quarterback position, except the Herb. You know? um, <laughs> except for Justin Herbert, who <laughs> apparently uh, does not care about matchups. Uh, so, um, but you know, Tampa Bay, uh, Carlton Davis—he's a good corner, but I don't know if he'll be able to uh, to shut down a healthy uh, Devontae Adams in this one. So you're gonna, you're going to fire up Devontae because uh, I I know you've missed him ever since oh, week, man. week one. Uh, Aaron Jones. Uh, I mean, we we waxed poetically about this guy in the season preview. If you had, if or the season review, if you hadn't heard that, we did a week five uh, a five week uh recap of the season of the year so far and things that we've learned. So you got to hear that. One of the things we learned: Aaron Jones, the real deal. So start that man any matchup. I don't care. Um uh, and then uh, Jimmy G in this tight end econ- economy, uh, he's he's a must start. So you're gonna have to do that. Uh, and then Jamal Williams, I like that man. I think that he's a he's a he's playable. Oh, did I say Jimmy G? Why yeah, am I talking Robert, about Robert, Jimmy G Robert, with the Packers? Um, you know, he was, he was Robert before, Tanyan back in the day. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, um, yeah, I was you know <laughs> uh Robert Tanyan. Uh I think you start that guy up, man. I mean after three touchdowns, you, I mean, hopefully you started him because he was my stream that week. So hopefully you started him. If not, uh, he's been—I know he was on bye. Maybe you picked him up off waivers. He's not gonna probably not gonna score three touchdowns again, but in a matchup high total, uh, start him. He's had yep. five targets each of the last two weeks, uh, and Devonte Adams back. So we got to see the target distribution, but uh, start that man. And then on the um, and then yeah, Jamal Williams, like you said, I think you can start him. I mean you know, we obviously know this game is going to have a high total. Green Bay is the, they are the favorites here with the higher implied team total. We know that Aaron Jones does not play the full allotment of snaps. Uh, so all it takes is, uh, a snap here or there to, for Jamal Williamsy to be down by the goal line and for him to be able to get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So I like that there. And then on the Tampa Bay side, Tampa Bay offense is in a great spot But you know, yep. the green Bay defense, not, not good at all. So, uh, Ronald Jones, you know he's he's been uh, like you said he's been running well, uh, all that offseason training, uh, it's, it's showing off well right now, and uh, he's 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 working as like you said RB two with RB one upside, and um, you know I I, th- I think you know I I I don't want to you know go crazy with Ronald Jones because we know how Bruce Arians is. Oh and, yeah, uh, <laughs> it could flip at the drop of a hat. So okay. I'm not going to say too much. I'm just gonna. You know, start him, put him in your lineup, you know, we'll hope for the best and we'll just keep going as the as the season progresses. But uh Tom Brady, start that man. Chris Godwin is back. Uh so I think you could start him. Uh and then Mike Evans has a tough matchup with Jair Alexander on the other side, but he's been he's removed off the injury he was removed from the injury report, so it seems like he's good to go now. So I, I fire him up as well.
0: Yeah, the only tough matchup I'm scared for Mike Evans is Marshawn Lattimore, and that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's really it. But uh, you know, J- Jair, La- Jair Alexander, where's number twenty three? Uh, so maybe you know, uh, he, you know, maybe he he might remind Mike Evans a little bit of, <laughs> of Jair of uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still want to say Mike Evans is a sell. I'm just throwing that out there as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of his production in the last few weeks has come off of touchdowns. Uh, Chris Godwin's coming back. We've always expected Chris Godwin to be the number one target in this offense. So if you could sell high on a Mike Evans, uh, i not saying he's a sell, like, oh, man, I have to get rid of him. I'm just saying if you can sell high for a Mike Evans, then uh, I, I I think I would do it. Interesting. Um. All right, moving on to the next matchup, we've got the – 4-1 and one LA Rams traveling to San Fran to take on the 2-3 and three San Francisco 49ers. This game is a 49.5 point total. Uh, the Rams are three-point favorites in terms of injuries. Uh, the Rams are pretty good in terms of injuries, but the, the Niners, Jimmy G was removed from the injury report with that uh, inc- high ankle sprain. Uh, and then linebacker Quan Alexander did not participate in practice with a high ankle sprain, so seemed like uh, that you know that's going to be a potential uh, sore for the for the Niners defense. But in terms of this matchup, I'm taking the over here. I'm taking the Rams to cover the spread and win this game. Uh, starting with Jared Goff here. I mean, we talked about him the other day uh, during the uh, the you know the the a season review and he's been playing lights out so uh, I fire him up in this matchup uh, against the 49ers who are giving up the 13th most fantasy points to the quarterback position and obviously we just watched them get lit up by Ryan Fitzpatrick last week so uh, I think you start Jared Goff with some confidence and obviously you're going to start Robert Woods you're going to start Cooper Cup um, and again I'm not starting Tyler Higbee uh, I mean I think that I would look elsewhere at this point, uh, we're, you know, this is not somebody he's on, he's only on pace for, for 46, uh, receptions. He had the three touchdown game, uh, but you know, you're not going to get three touchdowns every week. Gerald Everett outproduced him last week. Uh, also outproduced him the week before with the rushing touchdown. So I, I, am very nervous about Tyler Higby. um, you know, I'd be looking elsewhere if I could. I potentially hurts? go. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I think I would start Zach Ertz. There
0: we go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and then on the no, well, in the in the for, sorry, the Rams backfield, the most confusing part of the of oh, the yeah. Rams oh, for sure. Uh, what do you What do you do about? the rams i mean daryl henderson obviously uh was great two weeks ago uh, or three weeks ago and then he bombed two weeks ago and then he was great last week and he was on everybody's bench so um not sure what to do with him i think you could flex him if you were desperate like if you are desperate desperate you can flex him uh cam Akers, interesting uh he's you know was able to obviously return from the rib injury last week Ah uh, did did run for sixty one sixty one yards. Also saw a decent amount of snaps as well. So and and Sean McVay talked about uh, trying to get him more involved. So obviously uh, we know Sean McVay is a liar. So do we really want do we want to do that? Yeah, man. I don't know, but uh, in a game like this, uh, we we you know Miles Gaskin gave it to them a little bit. Uh, you know the Rams have been have been really good as an offense. So I, th- I think you can. I think I think you can flex. Uh, I think you can flex them. Um, and then, in terms of the Niners, I'm willing to throw the entire game last week against the Miami Dolphins. I'm willing to just throw it out. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, so I mean, obviously Raheem Mostert, he played well. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, we didn't see him uh, used much at all. Uh, but if you watch that game, it was out of hand very early. Uh, Jimmy G was clearly not healthy. Uh, he could not plant on his back leg and, and actually make a throw down the field. Uh, and at one point, the the Miami Dolphins realized this. And at one point, uh, you know they're down 21-7 or 30-7, and Kyle Shanahan, he you know he just waves the white the white flag. And you know so I'm willing to throw that game out. Jerick McKinnon was was still. Uh, relatively involved in that game. So I think you could flex him. Uh, I would not... Uh, you know, I, I, he would be one of my very few options uh, to flex. Like, I would flex a DeAndre Swift over a Jack McKinnon, I think, in a matchup like this against the Rams, who actually have a really good defense here as well. And then, so, uh, Mostert, play him. Uh, George Kittle, play him. Rams, pretty good against wide receivers, so I don't mm-hmm. want to play Ayuk or Devo Samuel. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Devo Samuel did see 89% of the snaps last week, saw eight targets. So I think if you're box score shopping, uh, Devo Samuel is probably somebody you should buy.
0: Uh, yeah, for me, I'm, I got the over, I have the Rams covering, uh, and the Rams winning, um, on the, the Rams side, I'm what you would about Jared Goff, which you bought these receivers. I think thank, I favor Robert Woods a little more, um, in this matchup since he has the easier, uh, cornerback matchup. So, Robert Wood should, should do well here. Um, the running backs, uh, yeah, the only one that I would be confident in starting would be Daryl Henderson. Um, but, he, yeah, he could also just give you a dud, and Malcolm Brown could have a solid week. So it is uh, very tough. So, But Daryl Henderson is the only one I could probably consider starting as a flex uh, with this running back depth being tough. Um, and on the... Uh, 49 aside, side Jimmy G, you know I'm not really touching him right now till he finds himself. Mm. Uh, the receivers I'm not really touching with this tough matchup. Uh, and yeah, more said I'm starting George Kittle. You're definitely starting. Uh, yeah, man, that's uh, pretty much McKinney. Yeah, McKinnon last week scared me so much uh, in, in a lot of spots that I'm in. I probably might have to start him, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna it's looking kind of tough. I mean, hopefully they're able to use him more. They saw what happened. Last week in the route that they had, that they didn't involve him at all, and it didn't bode well for them, so maybe they do get him involved a little more here.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, he was playing 25% of the snaps. It seemed like he was the primary third down back. Um, but then, you know, like I said, when C.J. Beathard came in the game, we saw Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson ended up finishing out that yeah. game. It was basically him and Moster. Uh Jeff Wilson was playing 23% of the snaps. so. I'm hoping McKinnon gets used a little bit more. He did see his targets were actually, you know, pretty good targets. One of them, uh, you know, he saw, he saw a, a deep target on a wheel route that was like 40 yards down the field. Uh, so, you know, he was he was definitely utilized. I think you can pl- again. I think you can play him. Uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, going out of my way to play him, but like yeah. you said, as a flex, if you're in spots, you know, with four teams on by, it's 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 not the worst thing you could do um all right man anything else on this matchup Greg
0: uh no nah, we can move on
1: all right man moving on to the next matchup we've got the four and one Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Buffalo to take on the four and one Buffalo bills both teams coming coming off a loss here this is a fifty seven and a half point total obviously the highest on in week six um the Kansas City Chiefs are four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road here. In terms of injuries, Sammy Watkins is doubtful with that hamstring that is expected to keep him out. And then John Brown is questionable with the knee injury that kept him out of Tuesday's game against the Titans, uh, as well as tight end Dawson Knox is uh, questionable with a calf injury. So, Greg, where are you at with this matchup?
0: Uh, This game, I have the over. I have the Kansas City Chiefs covering. I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning. Uh this is, you know, a very exciting matchup just as far as how Le'Veon Bell will be used. I'm looking right at him. I'm very intrigued wait, in this matchup. Question. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, he's not sorry. playing. That's right. You're right. You're right. He's not he, playing this week.
1: Yeah, sorry. I should have mentioned that before the injuries. Le'Veon Bell cannot play in this game as there is a five day waiting period as for the COVID protocols. Um you know, I guess he's a, he's a new free agent joining this team, so he is not eligible to play in Monday's game against Buffalo. So, do not start him, do not count on him being in your lineups this week. Uh, now, Greg, continue.
0: So, we do not scratch that about Le'Veon Bell, but still intrigued about this Kansas City Chiefs offense, of course. Uh, Clyde. You know, his last week is probably, you know, the, an RB1 in this as far as opportunity and touches. So, definitely fire him up. Fire Patty Mahomes up. Fire Travis Kelsey up in a great spot here. Uh, Tyreek Hill's in a, an excellent spot here. Um, definitely in the slot. You know, it's when he, he plays a lot of slot snaps almost half the time. Uh, Bills give it up to the slot position. So, definitely start Tyreek Hill up in a full blow spot. Um, and for, you know, the uh, Buffalo Bills side... Uh, Josh Allen, of course, starting him up. He's locked in for uh, almost a top five QB performance every week. Uh, Stefan Diggs has been super money this year as his number one receiver. Start him up. Definitely leading some teams to wins right now, for sure, uh, especially if John Brown can't go. Even if he does, Stefan Diggs has been pretty dominant. Uh, the re- running back, Zach Moss, I think he's going to be healthy. He's going to be able to play, so he might get some touches. It might be still majority to Devin Singletary, um, but the you're still not starting Zach Mossy's He's more of a stash. Devin Singletary, I think he can be. In, he's a in, in the flex conversation. Uh, I think I still favor him maybe over like a Jack McKinnon or something like that. So I w- uh, he's playable. Um, and uh, yeah, for the the receivers other than Diggs, Cole Beasley might have some intrigue um, as a as a, a flex or a wide receiver three.
1: Yeah, so for me, I'm taking it over here, taking the Chiefs to cover the spread and win this game. Uh, in terms of, yeah, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a fun game, man. Uh, I could just kind of already already seeing it, see it playing out, playing out. The Chiefs uh, jumping out to a huge lead, and we get Josh Allen in comeback mode. Mm-hmm. We saw a little bit of it on we saw a little bit of it on Tuesday night. Uh, you know, I this one uh, Vegas is expecting a ton of points here, and so. You know, Josh Allen have to airing it out. Uh, probably gonna be running around on this Kansas City on this Kansas City defense, um, trying to make some plays. So Stephon Diggs, you start him up. I mean, the matchup uh, the Chiefs are pretty good against the wide receiver. Obviously, they got tore up last week uh, by the deep ball. So maybe Josh Allen and the Bills try to attack attack uh, Kansas City that way. Uh, they don't have a Henry Ruggs though, but uh, maybe. Uh, John Brown, if he can be healthy, that would be a good uh, way to attack this defense. Uh, if not, Gabriel Davis, he's hes interesting. Uh, he was in on 100% of the snaps last week. Uh, he uh, ran a route on 100% of, of Josh Allen's dropbacks last week as well. So I uh, also saw a, a 21% target share in that game. So yeah, he's definitely somebody that I'm... Uh, he has my attention. He has my attention for okay, sure. Okay. I'm not picking him up and starting him, um, but he definitely has my attention. Um, but, and, you know, that's that's if John Brown can't go. Uh, right. Let me preface that. If John Brown can't. Actually, maybe not, because uh, Gabriel Davis uh, had a 15% target share in week three. Uh, John Brown was healthy then. Uh, oh no! Nope. Actually, I take that back. John Brown was not healthy, so uh, nope, don't play him. He's only if, only playable if John Brown does not play. So uh, and then in terms of the Kansas City side, yeah, man, Patty, Travis Kelsey, uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, and the Miko Hartman, man, can we trust him this week? That's the that's the question. Are are you are you willing to slide Miko Harmon into your flex this week, Greg? Right?
0: Think so high over under game, uh high potential for him to maybe make a big play. I'm always scared of DeMarcus Robinson having to do that. I mean Sammy Watkins also I forgot to mention him. He's probably he's startable as well as that that second target. No Sammy
1: Watkins is doubtful in this he's, he's not oh, gonna yeah.
0: play. If he's not, if he's not playing then got I think, yeah, you could start you can start McCole Hardman in this one. Yeah, I mean
1: I think I would definitely flex Michael Hardman. If I could flex me if I could uh, I would flex Miko Harmon over Jarek McKinnon if I could.
0: Yeah, um, especially in PPR league.
1: Especially in PPR league, and the best part about that one is, it could you could take that one down to Sunday night because you know Jack McKinnon plays a Sunday night game. Jack McKinnon, uh, Miko Harmon plays in the Monday night game. True, Friday, if you're, you know, you're five really five chasing, Eastern and game. might be so the move. So if you're chasing, then McCall could be the move, but yep. um. Uh, something to keep an eye on there for, for you, if, if that's your, si- if that's your situation, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Clyde, like you said, this, this is the last week we get him at, at full RB one usage. Mm-hmm. This Buffalo run defense is beatable. So, uh, I, yeah, man, I, I, I'm definitely starting Clyde hundred percent. Not, not a question. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean that's all I got in this matchup. Anything else, Greg?
0: No, yeah, it should be should be a very good game though. Uh, these these two Monday night yeah, things going on, uh, I like it a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, watch the NFL start making this double header a real a yep. real thing. Yep, um, might have to you know reconsider. I, I've always thought people on the West Coast were lucky, man. You know, they get Monday Night Football at 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 five fifteen. Um, but now they're getting a game at two
0: at two p.m. Oh yeah, it's that lunchtime, five, you nine. know, that like Friday Friday evening at at work, you know, you get tired, go right home, watch some football, and then eat dinner, watch football.
1: Oh man, yep, can't can't <laughs> go. Note to self: can't live on the West Coast. Nah, yeah, facts. <laughs> don't live on the West Coast. <laughs> no, uh, all right, man. Moving on to the next matchup, the last matchup here, Monday Night Football, the final of the double headers here. We've got the 3-2 Arizona Cardinals traveling to Dallas to take on the 2-3 Dallas Cowboys. This is a 54-point total. The Arizona Cardinals are 2.5-point favorites over the uh, Dak Prescott-less Dallas Cowboys. Andy Dalton-led Dallas Cowboys. Um, Obviously, in terms of injuries, we obviously know the injury to star quarterback Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys. He'll miss the rest of the year with the broken ankle with Andy Dalton making his start in this game. I am taking the over here. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys to cover this two and a half point spread and win this game. Uh, neither of these defenses are very good, but I think Dallas is going to make a concerted effort here to get, uh, Zeke Elliott going on yes, the sir. ground game. Uh, that's gotta be their formula this week. Arizona is, a uh, not good against the running back position. Eat. Uh, yeah, so Zeke Zeke has got to eat. They got to feed him this week. Uh, you know, Arizona giving up the the 12th most fantasy points to the running back position and half point PPR scoring. So uh, I think yeah, Zeke Elliott he's got to eat in this matchup. Uh, in terms of the receivers for Dallas, this is going to be tough. In, ter- in terms of what you're doing, um, but I think the only two that I would start would be Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Um I would Michael Gallup. He's, you know, he's in the Miko Hardman um, place for me. Mm-hmm. But probably more of where Miko Hardman was prior to the Sammy Watkins injury. Um you know, where he's he's kind of the nitro the nitro button. Which is kind of what he was with Dak, but it's just less. Obviously, it's less. It's less probable now with Andy Dalton. You won't really understand the situation. Don't know how often he'll really go down the field. Um, you know, he seemed to have a pretty good connection with C. D. Lamb upon getting in the game. So interested there. And then Dalton Schultz. I mean, this is this one's tough. If I could have found a better tight end to pick up off waivers than Dalton Schultz, then I would. I would start them over Dalton Schultz. Um, but the not knowing and the role in that offense still. I mean, I, I I'm I'm waiting to to wait and see on Dalton Schultz before making any any uh, any swift moves here. But then in terms of Arizona, obviously we got the big two. Uh, you know that's pretty clear. Uh, but then we have the the you know Kyler Murray obviously and and then DeAndre Hopkins. But then we have the problem, which is what do we do? About the running back position between Kenyon Drake and uh, Chase Edmonds, and last week I was saying you don't want to start Kenyon Drake over Chase Ed or Chase Edmonds over Kenyon Drake, um, and I still believe that maybe because if you have both, I don't know, I really don't know what you would do because Kenyon Drake has just been so bad without the touchdowns. Um, you're almost banking on that, and then uh, Chase Edmonds though over the last three weeks uh, has seen a 14% target share which if you you know you know anything about Arizona that 14% target share is uh second on the team oh, behind yeah. only DeAndre behind only DeAndre Hopkins because he's getting 28 percent of them over the last three weeks oh that's and it? so yeah. that's crazy <laughs> uh, yeah I mean it must be that must have been that ankle injury uh, I mean week five he only had 20% of the team targets uh, but again, I mean Chase Edmonds over the last two weeks is seeing an eighteen percent target share. So um, you know, he's six targets each of the last two weeks. If you're playing in a full point PPR league, uh, Chase Edmonds is he's startable. He's he's startable. I mean he has yep. to be. If you're playing, if you're playing, I mean if I mean I think if you're playing in a full point PPR league, he's probably more startable than Kenyon Drake. Yep. I mean, I, I just I think that's the way it has to be. Just because Kenyon Drake is so touchdown dependent, uh, Chase Edmonds he's getting the receptions that Kenyon Drake is not. Uh, Kenyon Drake has seen uh, exactly one target uh, the last two weeks. So I mean, I, I I have to start Chase Edmonds in a full point PPR league because he's even scoring with his opportunities. So uh, that's where we're at there. Uh, Greg, where are you at with this matchup, man?
0: Uh, with this game, I have the under, I'm taking the Cowboys to cover though. And I'm taking the Cowboys to win, uh, just Andy Dawn. I think maybe we'll bring it down just a little bit. So they might not get that 54, but there's still going to be a lot of points in this game, uh, for Dallas, um, Andy Dawn, I think it's a very popular streaming option. I think he should be fine. Uh, I told you I dropped Matt Ryan for him. So that's the faith I have in Andy Dawn in this offense, um, start him up uh zeke Elliott in a great spot here should dominate especially with the usage um you know we talked about how the 20 carries hasn't been happening the last couple weeks so that definitely should happen this, in in this game uh and the receivers Got to always favor them uh, with Michael Gallup, uh, you know, CD Lamb, and Mark Cooper. And the uh, Mark Cooper, as you will see, what this target share is going to look like. But at the very least, you're starting Mark Cooper and CD Lamb for sure. It's uh, a confidence wide receiver two with some wide receiver one upside. Um, Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz will be interesting to see uh, if, if he targets those guys uh, and how his, his progression and his target share goes with Andy Dalton. Um, on the you know, you know Arizona side, definitely the big two. It always continues to be that the Colin Murray and the D hop show. Uh and yeah, I'm pretty much with you on this running back situation. It's gonna to be tough. I I think I would if I had both of them, I probably would end up starting Chase Edmonds um over Kenyon Drake. I, I wanna be in a position where I'm starting both of them. I think they just think that caps you. Uh, so if I yeah, I am choosing one, I'm I'm ranking Chase Edmonds above Kenyon Drake this week. Yeah man, I
1: think that I think that that would be the that would be the way it would have to be uh I mean in a standard league I would go Kenyon Drake. I just want to I I want to uh, be clear about that. Uh but uh yeah man, if you close your eyes, right, and you looked at this, you look at this running back split. Oh yeah. I mean Kenyon Drake playing 67% of the snaps last week, uh Chase Edmonds playing 45% of the snaps. Uh you know, Chase Edmonds with with six targets last week, Kenny and Drake with the one target last week. If you closed your eyes and you looked at this production and this offense, or I just read these numbers out to you, you would think I was reading to you, uh, 2019 Sony, Michelle and James white.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you would that's favoring, kind, that's you kind were favoring of, that's James at. White every time, cause he's more the consistent and the safe option. And that's, that's money and fantasy. So you want that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
0: So, um, yeah,
1: I mean that's that's all we got on this matchup. It's gonna be a great a great Monday night of football, mm-hmm. a great week of, of football, weekend of football, Sunday, Monday, uh, whatever of football. But it's gonna be great. Um, but what makes it even better is when we hit some we hit on these starts of the week, man. Ooh. So let's get to this money time, Greg. Quarterbacks, we always start there. Quarterback start of the week, Greg. Who is that gonna be?
0: Oh man, the reason why I switched to the Green Bay Packers to win this game is because of Aaron Rodgers solely. Uh, I got Aaron Rodgers going against this Bucks defense. Uh, second in deep ball attempts, he's sixth in the red zone attempts. Uh, he's got his main guy Devontae Adams back in a high over under stack game. All the stars are playing. I think Rodgers shows up and shows out in his best way. Uh, he hasn't had lower than a lower finish than QB fifteen. I think you can guarantee you know a top five performance here. Let's go start Aaron Rodgers up.
1: Okay, I like that man. I yeah, mean yeah. going with the with the uh the the gusto man he, the the Aaron Rodgers the goat is back. Ooh. Uh my quarterback start of the week, man, Matthew Stafford, the Detroit Lions going up against Jacksonville who mm-hmm. gave up the seventh most fantasy points uh to the quarterback position over the last three weeks and on the entire year actually um jacksonville as a defense is allowing a top five touchdown rate against the or to the quarterback position they are 31st in sack rate uh so they're not even breathing on these quarterbacks kenny galladay he's healthy and hoping we saw uh hoping that we see this this deep ball fully unleashed this week with a good matchup here against jacksonville so matthew stafford start him up off coming off the bye man
0: Oh, yeah, like that for sure. Another reason why I had Aaron Rodgers is because you took Matthew Stafford. So, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. Matthew <laughs> Stafford is in a great spot here.
1: Oh, yeah, man, absolutely. Thank you for being so considerate there, <laughs> Greg, and sharing. Greg, you're running back start of the week, man. What do you got, bro?
0: Oh, man, this is really tough. I even had, So, I had thought about Derrick Henry. He's in a great spot. Thought about James Robinson. He's also in a great spot. But, just thinking about it more and more, how, how can I not just choose Zeke right now? Like, this is it. This is a, a huge, great blow stop for mm-hmm. him. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the offense is going to have to rely on him as far as the touches and the uses. Um, Andy Dawn should, at first, you know hand it off to him. Even in the, tar- the passing game, Zeke is being involved. So, I think you got to play Zeke Elliott going against the Arizona Cardinals. They fully unleash him uh, to take over this offense and uh, get, it, get him some wins.
1: I'm I'm loving your starts of the week right now, Greg, because you know quarterback on one of my fancy teams, Aaron Rodgers, running back on my one of my fancy teams, <laughs> Zeke Elliott. Yeah. So I'm loving your starts of the week right now. They make me feel real good. But somebody who also makes me real feel good, makes me feel really good. That is going to be Miles Gaskin, oh, the man. Gas Man. Dude was super. Ch- the Gas Man, who was super cheap off the waiver wires, uh, cheaper than gas in Jersey, man. Uh, <laughs> Miles Gaskin. <laughs> Sixth sixth in touches per game at the running back position over the last three weeks. He's fifth at the running back position in target share with 18% during that span as well. The Dolphins have by, uh, by far their largest implied team total at 28.5 points here against the New York Jets. Their previous high was 20, was 24 two weeks ago against Seattle. So, uh, you know, last week we saw Jordan Howard be a healthy scratch. And Miles Gaskin ended up with these goal line carries. So now you've got... These tar- this target share with these goal line carries. It's like if you took uh Sony Michelle, uh James White, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, you threw them together, you get the gas, man, Miles Gaskin yes, starting up, man.
0: Let's go. Greg, your wide receiver start of the week, bro. What do you got, man? Oh man, you know, we talked about how this boom week is coming. I think this is the week for the cheetah. Tyreek Hill versus the Bills he's played 43% of his snaps in the slot according to player profiler he's in the smash spot in that alignment versus this Bills defense uh, matched up with Teron Johnson uh, giving giving up a lot of points to the slot position uh, as far as the receiver he's 5th in deep targets he's 6th in air yards amongst wide receivers Uh, this is how the the blow up spot is happening the bloom Gabe is here for a classic Tyreek Hill day where he carries you to a W Uh, your your opponents are like oh man I played Tyreek Hill in week 6 against the bills uh, and you're, you're like oh man i feel for you man because this is one of those days where he might get 30 points so start up tyree kill uh, 25 point potential right here
1: oh man i'm feeling really good another one of my another, <laughs> another one, one of the guys another i have one. on my fantasy teams i mean <laughs> look I, I i'm not complaining man i'm just the only thing i'm gonna complain about is that uh the the buffalo game and the arizona game uh, the Kansas City Buffalo game, Arizona Dallas game, neither one of those games are are in the main slate for for DFS this weekend. I know, but I know. One game that one game is on the main slate is that Detroit Jacksonville game. So you know I'm gonna have to go with a stack here. Yes, sir. Right, Matt Stafford was my quarterback start of the week. My wide receiver start of the week gotta be Kenny G. Kenny Galladay. Going with this the stack, my guy is finally healthy. Saw a 27.6% target share last week after seeing a, uh, almost a 23% target share the week before. He saw a slight uptick in both snaps and percentage of routes run uh, per team drop back last game. So hopefully he gets to the 90% mark in both of those categories after the bye because he's got a great matchup here against uh, uh, uh C- C- Jacksonville cornerback Chris Claybrooks who, according to Pro Football Focus, uh, he's expected to be lined up against and is giving up 2.24 yards uh, per, uh, per coverage snap, which is fourth most uh, at the position. So, yeah, in a game where the Jags are, uh, or the Lions are in their highest implied team total of the year, sign me up for some Kenny G,
0: man. Oh, it's about time. You know, I got Kenny G finally, one of on my fantasy teams. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's finally happening. Kenny G's about to blow up uh, as he continues to do. Hey, man, it's going to be dope.
1: Yeah, man, love that. Greg, your tight end start of the week, man. What do you got, bro? Oh,
0: man, if you, you know, didn't, you know, I know the Kenny G stack is going to work, but if you want another stack with Matthew Stafford, go get his tight end. TJ Hawkinson going against the Jaguars. Uh, We both love Stafford in his matchup. Gotta love Hawkinson as well. Going against the bottom 10 fantasy team to the Titans as well. Uh, where Hawkinson is really thriving is in that yak. He's uh, eighth among Titans and yards after catch, getting with 99 yards. He's been very consistent this year at Titan 11. I think he's in a sweet blow spot coming with this offense off of a bye. Um, yeah, the TJ Hawkinson is going to be targeted, and you got to start him up as well. This whole offense is going to blow up.
1: Oh, yeah, man, this whole offense is going to blow up. I mean, you almost went James Robinson, so this game might blow up. Yep. A little sneak peek to to the DFS rundown tomorrow when we talk about the games I'm, I'm targeting. But if you haven't figured it out by now, one of the offenses I'm targeting, that is the Miami Dolphins. That is why my tight end start of the week is going to be Mike Gusecki. Yes, sir. He cooked the Jets last year, and they had Jamal Adams when he cooked them. <laughs> uh, so now the Jets are giving up the sixth highest catch rate allowed to the tight end position they're also giving up the sixth highest touchdown rate allowed per target to the tight end position as well so mike kiseki leads the dolphins in red zone targets with seven which is tied for fourth at the tight end position and he's third on this team in target share over the last three weeks so yeah man start my guy mike kiseki stop benching him uh stop you know uh you know, oh, why do I have to... I got to bench Mike Kaseki and start somebody else because he no, had a no, bad no. game. And then no, he had no, this no, great no. game. Like, just start the guy every week. Yes,
0: every week. He's an every week starter, man. He's too talented to not be.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, Greg, starts for the week. That is it. But now it's time to, to get some money. Yes, sir. So... Get money, money, take money, take money, money, yeah. money, yeah. I will be counting 5, 10, 20, 100, yeah. We're going to play some Get Money right now. So, Greg... Uh, I believe you had the first pick last week, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, I did because I would have taken Clyde probably as my RB.
1: Oh man, yeah,
0: yeah, and I, think so. and
1: I couldn't take and I couldn't take Dalvin Cook because he wasn't on the main
0: slate. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 and now you can't either because he's hurt.
1: Because he's hurt. Yeah, but you know who's not hurt? Know, man. Alexander <laughs> Madison. <laughs> And he is seven thousand, oh, so I'm going to take oh, him man. with my first pick here.
0: Oh, so <laughs> that's tough because you know, uh, you know, I had him slid in here. You know, I love those cheap plays. You know, I'm trying to save money. Um, but mm-hmm. all right, that's, that's your first. That's your first pick. I'm gonna have to I can't get Zeke on that on that uh, main slate. But you know, my my honorable mention starts of the week. Got to go Derrick Henry. Got to go for the stiff-arm king right here. Josh Norman is still recovering. Yeah, got to go Derrick Henry, 9,000 as my RB1. All
1: right, yeah, man. I I like that. My wide receiver one here, got to go with the start of the week, man. Kenny G, Kenny Galladay, 7,200, man. I'm I'm going with him as my wide receiver one.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like that uh, as my wide receiver one, I'm going Adam Thielen. 7,400. Oh, I like that. Slide him in going against Atlanta. Uh, Both him and Jefferson are in blow spots, but you know Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, number one receiver, going to dominate. Yeah, I like that. Uh,
1: Speaking of dominating, I'm going to go with somebody who's completely dominating targets, uh, leads the league in target share over the last three weeks. That is Allen Robinson, 7,000, going up against Carolina.
0: Hmm. Definitely like that. Uh, I think for my second running back, I'm gonna go Kareem Hunt, seven thousand. Uh, right there, another cheap play. You know, maybe some, uh, maybe consider a tough matchup, but just as far as his usage and his opportunity, you know, they and the Browns still love to use the run game and the running backs. Kareem Hunt, you gotta, you gotta play him.
1: Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna go my my uh, second running back. Is actually going to be James Robinson, 6,500, going up against Detroit. Uh, good matchup here for him, so I like that, man.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I am going to go here as my second receiver. I'm going to go Juju Smith-Suster, 7,100. Slide him in. You know how I feel about Cleveland against these slot receivers. No Deontay Johnson. Now, oh, man, I wish we could redo this analysis. Juju is going to kill.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I'm actually trying to make up my mind here because I was going to change something up, but I actually might just keep it here. Um, I'm going to go with my third wide receiver. I'm going to go A.J. Brown, 6,500
0: going Mm. up against Houston. Uh, I'm going to go third wide receiver. I'm going to go Devontae Parker, 6,400, uh, going against the Jets. We know we love this entire team, this entire offense. I think mm-hmm. it starts with him and Miles Gaskin. Uh, Devontae Parker kills in the in the receiving.
1: Okay, yeah, I like that. Uh, also going to have to leverage that by going mm, with my tight okay, end okay. star of the week, Mike Gusecki here. Fifty six hundred. They're not gonna raise his price anytime soon. Doesn't seem like. I mean, Robert Tanyan is sixty two hundred. Before we see,
0: I know, uh, crazy. Oh man
1: Mike Isseyki even get up over six k. So go Mike Isseyki here. Yeah, man. So, uh, Greg, you think well, you have the next pick? Obviously, but I yeah. do
0: I do? Uh, I'm gonna go quarterback here. Take Aaron Rodgers, my start of the week, eighty four hundred. Slide him in. Uh, going against Tampa Bay. Uh here we go.
1: Oh man, I like that, but I will raise you uh for my flex spot. I'm going Aaron
0: Jones. Oh, what uh, a leverage. Ooh. Oh man. Yeah, that is definitely <laughs> a leverage play.
1: I mean, we couldn't we don't have Alvin Kamara on the main slate. Dalvin Cook is hurt. Uh I mean obviously Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, but um, you know, I, I always like that pass game work. So the closest thing we get to Alvin Kamara is uh, Aaron Jones. Yep. So I'm, yep, I'm, yep. I'm going Aaron Jones.
0: Like that. Like that for sure. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going at tight end. I'm going to go with Smith. He's 5,800. Another guy cheaper than Rob which is crazy. Um, going with John Smith, 5,800. Going against Houston. Just been a consistent, solid person for 10 every week. So start him up.
1: Yeah, man, I I like that. I actually had him penciled in here uh, until I decided to go uh, to Mike Geseki at the last minute with mm-hmm. a pivot here. Uh, my defense, I actually have I actually have enough money because I, I I jumped down from from Johnu Smith to Mike Geseki, saved myself an extra two hundred bucks, and I'm able to get up to the Miami Dolphins defense, forty four hundred.
0: Okay. Uh, you know, all week I've been uh, preaching stream of the week. Carolina, I've been picking them up everywhere. I'm all in on this Carolina Panthers defense. I'm sliding them in. 3700 real cheap, uh, going against Chicago. They should hold it down.
1: I like that. And did I? I don't think I took my quarterback yet. So No, no, no. Um, No, I, I, I mean, I had him here. I know you weren't going to take him, obviously. Yeah. You already took Aaron Rodgers. But quarterback, uh, obviously I'm going with my quarterback start of the week. Matthew Stafford here, seventy three hundred against Jacksonville. Uh, love that price there, uh, seventy three hundred. Um, you know, two hundred dollars more than than Kirk Cousins. That's a tax I'm willing to pay to not have to play Kirk Cousins. So, uh, I, I, Matt Stafford, let's go.
0: Word and for my last spot in the flex, I'm gonna go Randall Cobb. Go cheap. Go fifty one hundred. It's got this easy, juicy matchup. Uh, versus Tennessee uh, with the slot receivers um, giving up m- multiple fantasy points per game, so Randall Cobb is going to be in a, in a good spot here. I think he he can blow up.
1: Yeah, man, I, I I like that one as well. I'm uh well, obviously we're all done here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. in terms of in terms of my lineup here, I got Matthew Stafford as my quarterback, seventy three hundred. James Robinson is my first running back, sixty five hundred. Alexander Madison is my my second running back, 7,000. Kenny Galladay is my, my first wide receiver, 7,200. A.J. Brown, my second wide receiver, 6,500. Allen Robinson, my third wide receiver, 7,000. And that tight end, I have Mike Gusecki. Uh, and then at, in my flex, I have Aaron Jones. Uh, at, Well, sorry, Mike Gusecki, 5,600. Aaron Jones, 8,500. And then for my defense, I've got uh, the Miami Dolphins, 4,400.
0: Definitely like that lineup a lot. Very well constructed. Good leverage. Uh, I'm gonna go Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, 8400. Cream Hunt 7000 as my RB one. Derrick Henry as my RB other RB one uh, at 9000. Um, and then Juju Smith-Schuster 7100 as my first wide receiver. Adam Thielen my second wide receiver at 7400, which is which is super cheap for Adam Thielen. I think uh, which is crazy uh, as my wide receiver too. Devonte Parker, sixty four hundred, is my wide receiver three. Uh, John O'Smith Smith sliding as my tight end, going against uh, ten uh, Houston at fifty eight hundred. Randall Cobb in that same matchup on the other side for Houston uh, at my flex for fifty one hundred, and then the Carolina Panthers as my defense, thirty seven hundred. Got a hundred dollars left. Let's go.
1: Oh man. Hopefully, uh, you you buy me something nice after I beat you and get to, to three and three in this Ooh. one. Um, <laughs> I'm high. I Just want to die with the,
0: with their points. Got my free lunch today. You know, I, I'm doing I'm doing well for myself.
1: <laughs> oh man, that's that's nice, man. I I I, I, uh, I wish the Giants the best of luck this weekend. I know. Uh that, that game could go one or two ways. Honestly, it really could, um, but. Hopefully you guys all enjoyed the show. Hopefully uh, you are still in the thick of it. Hopefully you are still paying attention. You're not uh, falling out of, uh, uh, you know, you know falling out of love with fantasy and, and not paying attention. And and you know just stick with us. We'll be fine. You know, like like I told Greg just now in regards to the fan Fanduel. All we're gonna do is get to 500. You know, one week at a one week at a time. Just stack the wins. Count them up later. Uh, get to, get to the playoff spot, whether that's the sixth, the sixth spot, the fourth spot, the eighth spot, whatever the format of your league is, uh, just, just get in and, uh, we'll see what happens once you get there. But that being said, good luck this weekend, everybody, uh, please rate, review the podcast, wherever it is that you're listening. Uh, and then also, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FF Diagnostics, follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jr. Football Nerd, uh, have a good one, everybody, and we are
0: out. out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Catch us on Spotify too.